Hey everybody, welcome to the Rinky Dink Dinky Die Oz podcast where we are three, we're, we're the new and improved Hooli Doolies where we don't sing or dance or curate our content whatsoever to five year olds. Well, I suppose we've got that little mascot in the corner, and by that mascot I mean Miss Love Balabragic, not the koala. <laughs> he is the third member of the podcast. You, my friend, are just going to sit there and wiggle and dance like the Bulldogs mascot at a Bulldogs game. All right? <laughs> All right, welcome, welcome. everyone. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Let's get into it. Now send me that. So the first, yeah. the first segment for today is the Guardian did a poll that said 40% of people in Australia are not satisfied with how Labor is handling... The inflation crisis. Yeah, well, would they be satisfied? The Liberal voters, they're not going to be satisfied. Well, here's the other thing. Oh, uh, is that how? Yes. Yeah, sure. I don't know if they're Liberal voters or not, but what this poll also said was that Liberal voters are the least likely to be affected by inflation. Turns out Liberal voters, surprise, surprise, are rich. Really? I'm so learning. I'm guessing there's a lot of people. I don't know if they are uh, Liberal voters or not, but let's just say 40% of the people. Ah, come on. We all know who's... Oh, no, actually, you know what? I was going to say the Greens voters would be the least affected, but then I remember that they all have bullshit superfluous jobs and they will be the first heads chopped in a recession. <laughs> Only one quarter of the voters think that Labour is doing a good job at handling the cost of living pressures. It's just, hasn't yeah, it's just like, begun? Hey, here's, here's a really good point that should be put into this poll, right? Um, how many of them have degrees in economics? Oh, that's right. No, but they're not talking 30%. about like, they're not talking about like how well... I suppose they're just talking about like how difficult it has gotten for them to just, you know, survive. Yeah, but that's not if Labor's handling it well or not. That's just if they're having a tough time. So why don't they just ask instead of just making it very pointed towards getting a bad result for the Labor Party, hey, do you like inflation, yes or no? Wouldn't that be a fairer <laughs> poll? Yeah, but then you get 100% <coughs> no. Well, I don't mind the inflation. It's not bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it bad That's for true. You? That's true. I feel like Coles doesn't have enough money, and I like mm. paying uh, $10 a punnet for cherries. Yeah. Well, look, it is early days, but you know, Jim Chalmers just came out recently, and he said that basically, in order for us to avoid a recession, things are going to get difficult, and Aussie households are going to have to take the brunt for it. Now, there's an economic rationale to why he says that. just a way of saying that. people are going to have to? Well, yeah, Australian households, those people. Isn't that what... What's... What, is he just saying that homeless people get one... Like, a, they, they, they're off the hook on this one? The problem is... Look, what he's trying to say is that... any So, the way to, like, help uh, Aussie households mm -hmm. beat this is mm -hmm. by giving them some kind of stimulus, liquidity uh, that helps them. They're basically the doing problem, that, man. The, the problem of inflation is that that's going to make inflation worse. So their hand, I, right. I feel for them, their hands are kind of tied, where if I'm they learning. help them, yep. it's going to make the problem worse. The only way to fix the problem is for us to like ride this out, which means a lot of people are going mm. to face difficulties. And uh, I, don't, I don't get I yeah. you upholding yeah. this, Ali. I bet you, you weren't satisfied with Labor's performance. No, but you know what I did? I wanted, I wanted to talk about this in particular. I got acquainted with an economist from Princeton University, and he said something that was pretty interesting. Mm. And I wanted to bring it up on the pod. I may as well do it now. So you've got to give me like five minutes to first explain this. So 
if you look at like, and it's mostly related to housing pricing and bubbles and increased interest rates. Yeah. So the case study that he did was the 2008 financial crisis. Where That's he diagnosed that the biggest problem of the 2008 financial crisis was debt, obviously, right? Yeah. So he was saying that most of the problems comes from when you're buying a house, you always, particularly the, the poorer you are, you always tend to overstretch yourself because it's something that you see yourself living in permanently. It's where your family's going to live. So you tend to overstretch your dollar a little bit. Uh, to get like the highest mortgage that you can. Yeah. The problem with that is, is that all the risk of the mortgage is solely on the person that is borrowing the money, as opposed to there's no sense of uh, risk sharing with the with the with the bank providing the loan. That is. And he's saying so. The the problem that happens is he's not this, he's not making an ethics point of view. Listen, uh, uh, he's not making an, a moral argument. He's making an economic argument. So he's like, what happens is, as soon as you get into that situation where it's not just one person that's in that position where they might default, it, the number keeps growing. This is where yeah. the bubbles collapse. And once the number keeps growing, as soon as your house is foreclosed, the first thing that you do is you go into an extreme save mode, mm. right? Where you like every single dollar that you're earning, you're trying to save which makes sense for the person, but what that does is it reduces demand mm. in the economy immediately. Right. And then what that in turn does is people that are producing stuff, so a factory that might be producing, I don't know. Hello uh, Kitty. Hello Kitty or whatever. They might not be in that mortgage situation where they might yeah. not have overstretched themselves, but yeah. all of a sudden, because of that reduced demand, they're losing their job. So it just creates this extreme trickle effect that brings down the entire economy. So his point of view was, that the only way you can actually address this is by sharing the risk. And you can share the risk. So what you do is, so when you're getting a mortgage, let's say uh, there's a property that's worth $100,000. I have $20,000, I'm the borrower. Yeah. You are the bank. The bank. So I go to you and I say, I need $80,000 yeah. to buy this property. The bank goes, okay, fine. Deal. You put in $20,000, yeah. I'll put in yeah. the $80,000, <clears> here's <throat> the interest rate, right? And the interest rate is gonna is obviously dependent on the government, uh, on the on the, the economy, the, the reserve yeah. bank, right? And so what happens is that as soon as like I get into some kind of a fiscal crunch because of whatever the economy or the interest rates rise, so my mortgage now goes up. At the same time, the value of my property goes down. Yeah. So now banks usually trick you, not trick you. It's like a normal thing. They say that, well, don't worry. In future, if the interest rate go up and down, we can always refinance your loan. So we'll look make at a the new, new contract. make a new contract and we'll uh, base it on the new interest rate. Yeah. But what they don't tell you is that they have the prerogative of not refinancing. It is based on, let's say your property value goes down yeah. and the interest rate is going up. The bank might decide that it does not make economic sense for us to refinance your interest rate. So the, right. either you pay your loan based on our initial contract or we foreclose the house and we put it into the market. Okay. Once the bank takes the market, usually the deposit has already been eaten up because mm. the market price has gone down. Yeah. And so the bank is now able to sell it at a price that does not give them any loss. Yeah. But it creates a huge ripple effect for the economy where the entire economy gets tanked. So he was saying that 
the one way we can address this issue is, and Jordan, I want to take your comment on this as well. So it's like you sort of divide the risk where in the sense that what you say is, okay, $20,000 is my deposit. $80,000 is the cost of this house. However, in future, if my property price goes down, then my interest repayments will be will go down accordingly. So if the if the property price it goes down $10,000 and I was paying $1,000 per month, now I'm going to be paying $900 per month. Right. So what you're basically doing is dividing the risk of the property going down. Now, banks usually even if you pitch that to a bank, the bank would be like, "Okay, fine. We might be able to do it. However, now your interest rates are going to go up because the risk assessment has completely changed for us." Mm. So the way you do the way you deal with that is now he did like some complex mathematical equation and he came up with this number. He's saying that if you gave give the bank a stake of 5% from your capital gains, what that means is they'll do whatever. If it goes if the property market goes down, then the intra, the uh, the repayment rate goes from $1,000 to $900. However, <laughs> when you sell your property, 5% of the capital gains goes to the bank. So, which is a good idea for you because you'll only pay that if the property increases. And that way you can really avoid foreclosures. Mm. So people that are stretched, like in, in the situation that we are in right now in Australia, where you have people that bought a property in 2021 that was a million dollars, already that property has gone down to, let's say $900,000 or $950,000 and is projected to go down even further. Meanwhile, your uh, repayments keep increasing because the interest mm. rate's going up. So you're sort of go moving towards a dead end. Mm. The only way you can avoid this dead end is by the uh. bank providing that cushion that yeah. your uh, int- your repayments are dependent on the property market. And but, they but get the benefit of getting a share of your final profit. But what, dicta- what dictates the, the housing prices dropping? Is that just the free market? It is the free market. It's literally supply and demand. So... Once the interest rates go up, meaning that repayments would be higher for the same property, uh, people that were initially thinking of buying it wouldn't buy it. So your demand goes down, and hence the property rate goes down. So the higher the interest rate goes, the lower the property uh, property of the price. And goes. the interest rate is set by the banks? The interest rate is set by the Reserve Bank of Australia, which informs all of the other banks like NAB, Commonwealth Bank, whatever your bank might be, and they'll adjust it accordingly. Uh, Which is it's essentially insurance. That's what this is. It is insurance. It's, it's insurance. Yeah, it is. And it's uh, in. He was saying that this is extremely attractive even for bankers, because from the bankers' perspective, they're like, this solves one of the biggest problems that we have, which is that we're moving towards a rental market economy. So what the banks are now doing is this is happening in the U.S., where they're literally buying up houses in suburbs. One out of four houses in a suburb will be bought by a bank. And the reason why they buy that property is to be able to give it to other people on rent. Because when the property market collapses, then the rental market grows because people can't own houses. And from the bank's perspective, this is not a good idea because they're saying that we don't want to do them because then I'm a landlord and I have to do maintenance of your house. I need to fix your taps and we're not well equipped to handle all of this stuff. Mm. So we don't want to do this. So the idea that we become partners in your capital gains is extremely attractive to us. The problem with this idea is, is that our current economy is structured around debt so much that, for example, if you have a debt, you don't have to pay tax on it. If you own the property, you have to pay tax on capital gains. 
So the bankers are like, we like this idea, but you have to re-engineer the entire mortgage system that we base it on. Because people are wouldn't want to go through this system mm. because they're going to not get those tax benefits. Mm. What I'm saying is we're moving towards this problem. And hopefully, look, we don't want another 2008. But if we, if we implement these steps, we can avoid massive foreclosures. And everyone would be happy. No, not me. Why wouldn't you be happy? I'd be really happy with a bunch of foreclosures. I think Gen Y would love it if there was a bunch of foreclosures. Which one's great? Everyone yeah. sitting here. We, it, it, Which it one's be, Gen uh, Y again? That's millennials. Golden age. Is that millennials? Yeah, that's you. Right. Right there. Beanie wearers. Like Why yourself. would they be happy? So in beanies. Huh? Why would they be happy? Because then they can actually get into the housing market. Ooh. But that's assuming that they're... Uh, because that's the other problem, dude. Like, inflation keeps going up. This is part of the reason why Jim Chalmers was saying you're going to have to ride it tough. Is that wages are not growing. And there's no way, even if the best government is out there doing, like, whatever they can. Inflation is skyrocketing. And it's not just our problem. It's a global problem. That no matter what you do, you cannot match wages with that. So Gen Y will just see the ability to buy even that foreclosed house... Uh, they, they wouldn't be able to afford it because there's remember that there's a lot of investors that would be willing to buy those foreclosed houses. This like is, me. Well, look, let's let's not get flattered. There's a lot of people that have billions of dollars that are in this <laughs> business and run hedge funds that would be in there before no, you. I can are. take the scraps. But it would be and the, and the and the other problem is that the entire risk of this foreclosure is on the person that is the most fiscally constrained. Me, Ali, come on. Just no, no, but this, but this, I'm not making this as like, oh, this is poor versus rich policy. The problem with that is that once you put all that risk on the extreme fiscally constrained, the effects, the detrimental effects on the economy from that is much worse than, let's say, if you divide that risk with someone that's rich. The reason being, if you earn, let's say, $40,000 a year and you get into fiscally constrained mode, you're going to stop halt your spending. If you earn, let's say, $10 million a year, and you are now earning $9 million a year, guess what? You're still buying all that shit. Yeah, but... So just, the economy sustains. But, but come on, just let it pop. Please. I don't know if that's Stop a good idea. Stop coming up with all yeah, of these cool <laughs> bank strategies to just keep them in business with all of their assets. Make yeah. them go down and punish them. Like, like I said, if you do that, once you puncture it, the entire demand for the economy goes down. So people that are listening to us right now that are paying for your Patreon and our like Patreon... Are literally not going to be able to afford it. So Shit. Gonna, no, no, no. They'll be nice you. to us. You're going to, you're going to stay no matter how bad it gets. Right to the beer end. Stay till the end. We like you. No, but um, but honestly, high tide, high tide rises all boats. Man, look. Sometimes I think there's just the natural state of events that a recession does have to hit. It really, like it's. Why is labor in whenever a recession hits? Is that just the the, the same as the Democrats? Is it just because like? No, no, no. It's conspiracy. What do you mean? It seems like every. Kev, recession. This. Everybody always goes, oh, isn't that a coincidence? And it's like, it happens too often for it to be a coincidence. It's been happening for the last hundred years. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, no, it's I'm saying that the elite, every time the going gets rough, they realize, oh, we actually need a government oh, to sort things out. So we'll it's, so it's not chance. One. It's not chance. Not chance. Yeah, it's by design. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, it's but by, by design. The way, no, guys, I believe that. I believe is, that. It is headed. I mean, Pretty look, even towards us. I want to give you another stat that freaked me out. Well, so uh, you better give me this vape first. Currently, in the US, things haven't gotten as bad where they're uh, foreclosing houses like 2008 
But the precursor to that is cars. Yeah. Because the first thing that people do when they get fiscally constrained is not stop their mortgage payments, but they stop their fancy car payments. Right. And in, in uh, states like Washington, D.C., one in four cars being foreclosed as we speak. Shit. Generally, in the rest of the U.S., aggregate, uh, one in eight cars is being foreclosed, which is a huge number. If you think about it in terms of like millions of, that's like you're talking about like 50 million cars being foreclosed. And this is just a precursor. Foreclosed cars. 50% of the cars being retaken by the banks to yeah, yeah. put it into lots. Now they're slowly releasing it because they don't want to crash the economy. Because if they flood all these cars at the same time, it's going to wreak havoc. So they're slowly releasing it's such them. a fucked balancing yeah, but, but, act. But, but that's but a precursor to housing collapse. Look, after the Great Depression, what did you get? Well, you got the greatest Great Gatsby. of all times, which was the Bretton Woods system. Yeah, it was sick. It was sick, but that was also sharing the liabilities. It was sharing yeah, yeah, but risk. Look, that that little that little trick that that Princeton guy came out, that's not going to happen. It's, it's inevitable that there's going to be a crash, and it's kind of just like... It is the cycle of life. He was saying, right. he was saying, because he is, he isn't some like Princeton guy. He's actually like, uh, he, he's a pretty well-known economist now. And he said that he used to go to Senate inquiries. He was called to Senate inquiries and he would pitch this idea. And particularly the Republicans would look at him like, now we're not doing this. After 2008 financial crisis, he was saying that all of them were all the years. And they were like, okay. And he was saying even the Republicans were like, this is a good idea we can actually start to implement it. But he was saying the- But they didn't. But he's, that's what he was saying. He's like, there's no villains over here. The politicians agree. The people that are borrowing money agree. Even the banks agree because they like the system. But the entire economy is structured, it incentivizes debt. It's, yeah. like, it's, like buying, it's like buying a credit card. Buying a credit card but that's, yeah. is way better than buying a debit card in our system, which should be the opposite. because. Mm. If you're buying a debit card, you're using, let's say you've got $2,000 in your bank account and you get a debit card. Now you want to invest that $2,000, you're depleting your own source. If you get a credit card, you can invest that money in credit and not pay tax over it because you don't actually have that money and have that $2,000 as a buffer. And you have now, let's say your credit card is for $2,000, you have got $4,000 to play with that is tax exempted and you keep your $2,000 in your bank account. Which is a fuck system. We gotta talk. Because dude. if your fuck. investment goes badly, you're now paying huge amounts of interest on your credit card because credit card interest rates are off the chain. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like the, the obstacle isn't the, the the politicians, the banks, or the people. The obstacle is the structure of economy that we're living in. So it's a choice. We can work around it. So why yeah, do you but I don't know, man. I think I think I think like as you said, it's it's not it's going to be too hard to implement. It's going to be too difficult to implement until there's like actually something where it's like necessary to implement. What? And I don't think that a ten percent unemployment rate necessitates that. Well, right now we're sitting at a two. We're sitting at like a really low employment rate. But eventually, if things go yeah, but when it when it when it does hit, when you get yeah. that recession figures, yeah, you're uh, recessions. Recession, this is the whole thing, right? Recessions are bad in economic sense, right? But in day-to-day practical life, life goes on for 90% of the population as is. Well, of course. Where's the political demand? There is a political demand for 90% of the people. People are like, humans can survive in any condition. 
people in Afghanistan are surviving, but that doesn't mean clearly. Yeah, I don't know about they're that thriving. Park, they're thriving in the water park. <laughs> if you call that living, <laughs> well, who, but, well, but, who's calling you? But is it? Uh, uh, I don't know. But is it? Is it? Is it's, sorry, it's my, my tell them to get out. Is it? Um, is no. it? Is it just because that they were like dishing out loans that people shouldn't have been able to afford or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There is. But also. The people that are most vulnerable to this are usually people that are overstretching themselves, which by definition means that you're giving a loan to someone that really shouldn't because they're not able to absorb the shocks that can yeah. hit them. So housing prices are dropping dramatically now. Well, when you say dramatically, it's, it's, they're dropping, so they're drop. So housing prices, particularly in Sydney, yeah. have dropped at a rate that is faster than the '80s recession, which is Shit. Uh, a concern. Nah, that's not a concern. It, again, it's it, so inflated. You're looking at it from like, okay, I am about to get into the property market. I'm going to see it bottom out first. Yep, but that's what you're waiting like, for. As like the entire economy, I don't think that would be the best thing. Well, you just wanted to keep going. No, I don't want it to keep going. I don't it's want... So, like, you, housing prices should not go up by 25%, no matter how cheap they were to begin with. Even if housing was 10 bucks. Yeah, but like... 25%. I fe- I'm feeling yeah. shit. It's so unnatural. But I'm feeling shit for people that got into the property market last year. And now they've got like a loan that is Like my huge. mom. Their property <laughs> value is lower and their interest rates keep going up. I One of my friends who bought... Unfortunately, Fortunately, the poor guy, he bought an apartment in Sydney, Schofields, which is like... Never it, heard you know? of it. It's far. It's like a new development. And it's uh, he got an apartment, uh, overstretched mean, himself a little bit because he's like, he's I, I'm, I don't know what he does. He used to work at Dan's. And he's finding it really difficult to survive at the moment. Yeah, of course. But um, why did he buy a house? The most expensive housing market boomers, of all time. He didn't know it was the most expensive market. How did boomers you not know that? Like, you, you go to... It was insane. Last year, you went to auctions every week and the amount of money that houses were just getting sold for would just incrementally go up by like 50 grand a week. Yeah. I mean, he's got a point. So it can't go from forever. From their perspective, it was like, if I don't get in now, I'm never going to get in. And Jesus their parents Christ. advised them that too. I know so many people during the Fuck. coronavirus. My parents boom. advised me of that as well, but every parent, my yeah, uh, but I just my girlfriend's dad it. was also saying that because, dude, for, and they're not they're not saying it like because they want to screw you over. From their perspective, that's what they did, and now they're rich, so they're like buy a house. They're not super economically savvy. Also, we don't know exactly when a recession is going to hit. There's been a prediction that the property market in Australia is going to like collapse since 2015. Yeah, but it actually is at the moment, as we speak. Yeah, but it keeps going down. You know how much the average house was, even a couple of months ago, well over a million dollars. I think it was like one point one or one point three, even. You know what it is now? It's like nine hundred. It's nine hundred fifty. Shit. Sydney. Sydney is. Are you serious? Yeah, that's like unheard of. So Ali, just shut your mouth about this (laughs) thing. Just bring it up later. That's all I'm saying. Just let let the good times. Dude, I'm on the same boat as you. (laughs) It's gonna impact me negatively too. I hope. Well, my mum. My mum just bought a house. (laughs) Hopefully, she's okay. Yeah, but she bought one in Port Macquarie. Yeah. Also, she bought one. So what? With like. I mean, look. 
you, Ali's friend could probably buy six houses in Port Macquarie. <laughs> it's not that. It's not that cheap. Probably. No. How much was it? Thirty grand. No. It, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know how much. It was, it was. 150. I don't know how much it was. It would have been minimum four to five hundred. It was way more than that. Way more than that. Yeah, I think well, it was like the girl has expensive taste. I think so it give was that. like eight or maybe more. But I don't here's know. The other thing. But how is it? Is it a nice house? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there you go. So Stands. she pretty much just bought the governor's house of Port Macquarie. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing, Miss. Uh, right in the CBD. Property price depreciation is the least in regional areas. Uh, the biggest is Sydney, and the closer that you move towards the city, basically the yeah. really inflated prices have gone down. The second one is uh, Melbourne. So I knew that the there was danger in buying in cities. I knew it. Yeah, so the fact that she I told bought you. it in Port Macquarie is actually is all right. something that's going to... Uh, unless Look, unless we go to a 2008 property market collapse, in which case but didn't that everyone happen? screwed, including your mom. But didn't that happen because they were giving out loans in america to people that literally basically didn't have an income isn't well, that why that happened thing. we all of us recognized that that's what was happening all decision makers in the world recognized that was happening but none of us did shit about it yeah. literally after 2008 do you know what we did we borrowed a shit ton more money injected into the economy so our debt rates are higher than what they were in 2008 so unfortunately we didn't learn the lessons so the only way that we can actually fix this is, yeah. I think, make those structural changes. I'm well, not, what are you doing? I think... Just, just, uh, uh, adjust my pants in front of the camera. That was... You're welcome. Unnecessary. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> see, this is the whole thing. It's like implementing this. Is it necessary or not? It depends on your perspective, doesn't it? It's true. He's got a point. I think, uh, I think he might be right, though. I think that some t it's at a certain point, you know... You can't just keep like piling. At a certain point, you got to like rip the bandaid off and start from. You know what I mean? Start from scratch. You have to do it. Come on. Or we could all become Muslim and uh, ban interest. That would See, be good. Look, no, don't ban. Thing. Let's not go crazy. Don't ban in college boy. Don't ban right? interest. Let's just cap it. No, no, I'm kidding. That was no, 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 no. I, I, well, I, I'm not joking. I yeah. much prefer that system. I think that's great. Just cap it. You know, cap it. But think about how much money there would be available instead of going into housing that you could put into tithing for your local mosque. <laughs> if that was, it would be, it's a paradise. Like, like the There's no need for God. this heaven. We're already there. Jeez, like, yeah. You know, they, they said they were going to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth did and you, they succeeded. <laughs> did you watch the Sasha Baron Cohen's like coming to America, whatever the fuck that was called? Where he no. was like in front of this like extreme small regional town in America and he was like, we're going to build the biggest mosque outside of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest. Classic chaser. It's like and the chaser uh, move. How, uh, how, how, what was the population of this town? I was like, fuck all. It was like, I don't know. It was a really small town. I don't know the population, but they were all very pissed off. <laughs> and his security said, <laughs> the wrong town. And his security said, Sasha Brez, before he did that gag, is like, okay, here's the thing. There's a tray in front of you. If they shoot you, yeah, hold block it, up. it with the tray. Hold it up, yeah. <laughs> he's like, do I, do, do I protect my head or my penis? <laughs> <laughs> and I think we all know what Sasha Baron Cohen would have protected. <laughs> but you know what else is amazing? I don't think he's a sex addict either. I think he just, like me, knows that the penis is a very vital tool when making jokes. 
Mm. And uh, th- that's where it's all coming mm. from, especially mm. with mm. his particular style. We were talking about him a lot in the car because both Ali and I, uh, I don't know if you know this, guys, but uh, we're not up to TikTok trends <laughs> at the moment. So our conversation mostly consists of How what's good. Lawrence Southern up to yeah. and Ali G. <laughs> Ali G, the peak comedian. I don't like, know, Lawrence Southern has a moment. Dude, you've got to watch this three-hour-long video that Jordan and I watched driving to Newcastle and then coming back. It's Lawrence Southern's South Africa thing. South Africa thing. No, not oh. no, 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 no. Give it me the times, Miss South Africa. It is I'm her telling... Oh, man, he, she dishes out so much stuff Tea. on Milo... On all of really? these, like, you know, alt right, right wing guys, and yeah. they were all, they're all crazy. Really, they're all like, I've heard hookers, cocaine, no morals. Well, like stealing money from people. You know, Milo they can is party. a fuck individual. If it is, is <laughs> to be believed. Sounds like they just so they party is what you're saying. Yeah, but they're also like stealing money constantly. And, and they're always trying to get blackmail on one another. Yeah, they're always. Oh, really? To yeah. It's shit. Where'd you Where'd you see that? And YouTube? I think most of their blackmail consisted of them just taking photos of each other snorting. Yeah. Jesus. So they had mutually assured destruction, Fucking and hell. then pressed the button anyway, which really <laughs> gives you a lot of confidence in a Republican president, doesn't it? Yeah. Jesus, it's, it's pretty crazy. They what, like coke. If you've got three well, hours to no, spare, who doesn't? I would recommend watching it. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was hours. entertaining. Like, the whole way through. I'll be watching that. What's it called? Just look up Lawrence Southern and then just, <laughs> as, as the good conservative she is, talking about it in the woods. <laughs> you know, so if the backdrop is the forest, you're yeah. on a winner. Correct. Okay, okay. Forest, okay. She lives here now. Yeah, is yeah. It? She mentioned it. She married an Australian guy. Remember? No, I That's think you missed her. That's why she had to quit. No, she did. No, she did. I know she married an Australian guy, but I'm pretty sure she lives in Canada now. Dude, pa, she was saying that the reason she quit YouTube was because Australia wouldn't give her a visa, and she wanted to start a family with her Australian boyfriend here. Yeah, and then I think later on they said that we're not going to give you a visa anyway. No, they did. She quit everything and they gave her a visa. But the only condition was that you can't get political again. Anyways, watch that Lauren, Southern's ex- Lauren Sutton's expose if you're interested. Or uh, sh- you also, know you I can will. just listen to Ali's summary and save yourself three hours. <laughs> nah, <laughs> fuck that. I'm watching it. Yeah? <laughs> oh, wait. Didn't Oof. cut it. All in with uh, Miss Love Bella Bradchick. And you think that you aren't... Built to be a Twitch streamer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think maybe you're right. Maybe maybe that's the first stream. <laughs> it should be. All right, oh, you so sitting there polishing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Our second segment for the day is there's a, a petrochemical plant that they're installing in Darwin, which is going to uh, basically convert natural gas into things like paint and plastics. Good. Now, Good. The Bad, problem, the right? controversy is that this chemical, this petrochemical plant is being installed in an area that has a suburb that is about two kilometers away from it. And uh, experts, environmental experts, even the ones that were hired to check this to find the feasibility are saying that this is not a good idea. Isn't, uh, isn't the state and isn't, the state government, their labor, and now we have a national labor government. Why is that happening? Yeah, that's what I want to get you. What's the Northern Territory political situation? It's supposed to be like? all like holding hands around Australia now. What Who's is this calling shit? Calling the shots there. Why don't you have to ask me this? Uh, I chill, don't know. chill. 
What? Shell. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about oh, the Northern Territory. I don't oh. even go there on tour. Yeah, I'm you don't. scared. Yeah. And also, go. on top of that, I don't want to be in an audience of exclusively Goannas. I want there to be a couple You're of lost. human beings there, which is why I draw the line at Cairns, because it's getting reptilian enough when you get there. <laughs> Damn you. Yeah, they're labor. All right, well, uh, oh, we're going to move on to the next subject. No, we're not. Oh, Let's actually, deep dive into this. Actually, Labor's a, corruption. Why? A, I mean, is it really corruption? No, no yes, it's, not, yes. it's not corruption. So now I've got to give the, the government's point of view too. They are, the government is saying that we understand this, but like uh, we have a very rigorous process right. of determining whether this is possible or not. And we are going to get... This independent reviewer was hired by the government. So they're saying that we're going to basically not do anything that's going to compromise health and safety. Surely there's alternatives to fucking plastics now, right? Well, that's a different argument. I do remember this a lot, though. The Northern Territory, they're always hitting this in The Guardian and the ABC that, oh, the, you know, the the Northern Territory is opening up all of these gas fields and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And it's kind of like you, you read the actual thing and it's like, considering opening up gas fields right. it doesn't necessarily mean that they are no, they are definitely opening up fields over there but the the some the, the, in this particular instance the problem is the proximity mm. towards uh the population so but what they also never mentioned though is that the northern territory is also uh just begging for more hydrogen plants They've been begging the federal government for years right. to become oh, the okay. hydrogen exporting center of the universe. Right. Really, right? Parate is at the moment. I don't know. We don't know that much about alien life at the moment, except for the U.S. government. Parate is those. currently overseas, and he is pitching. He was in Japan, and he was pitching New South Wales as the hydrogen uh, mecca of the world. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Well, where's his backup? Where, what? No, it's just it's, he, he's pitching it. He's like pitching it. He's just what do you reckon about this? We'll <laughs> give us money. And we'll do it. Actually, give us money and we'll do it. He's got enough. Speaking of Paraday, one of the things that I was sent was we've got to react to this. This is Paraday was in um uh in India, and he had oh, to uh, yeah. he played oh. cricket and we need to judge oh, him. Based fuck! On not his again. The endless. That's that's all our politicians do. Fucking play cricket. The highlight reels of bowling. Here we go. All right. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, I'm sure Perite is going to be really good. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. Look at him. Nah. What? Go Slender Man. Fuck yeah. yes. Every time. Unbelievable. Has any? Yeah. yeah there we go. Yeah. Another one. And fucking hell. Rudd, show Rudd. Nah. All right. I don't think Rudd's bowled. Rudd I think he has. Oh, maybe he has. Fucking hell, dude. Shittest Yorker I've ever seen. <laughs> how? He's got such good... I mean, I understand Howard doing... Howard is an old man. Yeah, Perrottet. He deserves that. Dominic Perrottet is younger than me. Dude, the libs are poses, man. Like, fucking hell. Never thrown... No, no, never played a game of cricket in his life. No, but... The was sad thing about that as well is he had potential. And he scored. I really it thought. The premier but you know why? You know why? You know he's gonna play in the you know big what, bash. You, you, you know why they fuck up? This is why we screw up. We lose to Tasmania all the time. You know why yeah. they fuck up? Because you know pace is too dangerous. Because you could actually hurt the guy. So they all opt for spin. But spin takes skill. No, dude. Pace takes. Pace. Not anyone can bowl fast. No, but you didn't hear what I, I said. No, but no, pace is a lot easier than spin. Dude, yeah, there's way more pace, pace bowlers. Yeah. Something that can hurt someone requires a lot more pace than you think you 
general. Well, the, I reckon, but then why are they opting for... Australian ballers that ball at like 140Ks or yeah. even 150 or someone like Brett Lee that goes to like 160. Do you know that's like one in a million person can actually do that? Yeah, but that looked like spin to me. He was going for spin. You can't bowl no, into the ground. If he was going for pace, then he needs some... None of you motherfuckers have actually played cricket. No, I used to play cricket. cricket. You used to be part of the cricket team. The reason why you bounced... you? Yeah. You didn't play. I played in like year 11 reserve, but... Oh, right. Whatever. Like I was part of the team. I I played cricket. I was a keeper. Were you? Yeah. How did you do it with your beady little eyes? You couldn't... Not great. Yeah. Not great. Plus, being a keeper's fucked. You're just copping every bowl. It's fucking brutal. Manning was just like... It was literally, it was Mr. Burns being like, Manningway, in, Homer, you take over. And it was like, Manning made me keeper. I'm like, why? I don't want to be the keeper. Yeah, you need to be an outfielder. No, I'm all right at pace. I can't spin ball, but pace is not. Miss, here's the thing. If you are playing, if I'd you like go, a speedometer come with on how me, fast If you, you come with it. me like today and we go to a ground. It'd be you. <laughs> that's not hard. And you it? can bowl at a pace that can hurt someone. Someone will quickly come to you in the corner and be like, hey, you need to join yeah. club cricket. You need to join great cricket. If you can bowl, uh, if you go out there and bowl 140, 150, they'll tell you you're joining the Australian cricket team. I'm not like saying... that's how... Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't think, on, I don't think Perite can bowl as fast as, you know, like, I don't think he can no, bowl 140. Love, he just hasn't bowled. The reason why he, he hits the... The ball bounces so much is because he hasn't played cricket in ages. So he, his perception of like when to release the ball is out. So bad. How much better would it be if he just pegged it at the guy? Well, that's what pace is, <laughs> pegging it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you've got to bounce it. Yeah. You can't just chuck it at the wickets. It's got to bounce, but you a good pace bowler bounces it right near the fucking wickets. And yep. Then, yep. So it is, and you, it seems it, like Perrottet wasn't subjected to this. It's basically, college boy. It is pegging it, you know? But what are, like, John Howard doing that makes sense. Perrottet, very disappointing. Yeah, very yeah, disappointing. Yeah, no, nah, you really screwed up, Perrottet. I was going to vote for you, and now you've <laughs> changed my mind. Now we're going to get the handsome version of you to do it. <laughs> 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 Chris Mintz is just handsome, Perrottet. Yeah, he is. <laughs> handsome and looks like he's a nicer man. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Apparently, also kind of yeah. looks like he's a nice man. He does. He does. He does yeah. And I think he is a nice man, actually. I think, but yeah, I think Chris Mid should just call himself Perite Plus, <laughs> and he would win because that's what he's going for anyway. Just lean into your branding, mm. Christ. Fuck. Take one for the team and change your name. All right, shall we do the call segment? Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Call in now. Tell okay. us what's on your mind and immediately as well. Well, yeah. Okay, so this segment is called "What's on Your Mind." And uh, we were initially going to do a talkback segment where you call us about inflation and how it's affecting you. But Jordan said, said that's a crap idea. Call us telling us what's on your mind. Uh, you can call us on Instagram uh, on the Friendly Geordies podcast Instagram page. And we will be waiting for your Hey, calls. Pikey. I'm just going to piss. Pikey said that the ball doesn't need to bounce. Brett Lee bowled plenty of deliveries without bouncing and shooting. And the batters... Oh, wait. Flush. Yeah, you don't, it doesn't have to bounce. You can bowl. Well, why do they bounce it then? What's the point? We go there for a oh, Jordan. Yeah. Can you connect your headphones, actually? Wait, Ollie, no, I'm going to have to do Ollie, something. Ollie, can you... Um, yeah, you can... No, wait, does it have to bounce? Or can you hit it on the fold? You can hit it on the fold. Well, maybe you should No, you can hit it on the fold. Yeah. yeah. You can hit it on the yeah, fold. Yeah, there you go. But if it's above your waist height, then it's a no ball. Miss, get the headphones on your way out. Um, yeah, and Miss, are there any more headphones? Yeah, there's some in there, so get them. Get one more. Sorry about this. <laughs> we're Maybe not going to edit this, but call us. Okay, we're getting one call. 
Hello? Hello, Marilyn. Uh, oh, you... it's me again. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Can you hold on for just a second while we set up yeah. our headphones? That's all good. I'll hang. Okay. Uh, Jordan, can you hear? All right, okay. What's on your mind? Marilyn, tell us what's on your mind right now. Hey, Jordan. How are you? Um, oh, is that what it was? I... Just the question, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm still looking for a job. There's so many crap jobs around. I lost my job a few weeks ago because I took up a job at a real estate. Yeah, and well, it was shit house. <laughs> Are they like, uh, what happened? Wait, the job was shit house. Oh, geez, I tell you, the chick goes, "Here's, here's a bunch of keys. Go show this house." Yeah, I had. Well, that's five, that's about the training. Days with, oh my god, I had no real estate license. So, and she's like, "I don't think this is going to work out. I'll have to let you go." So I'm like. Okay. <laughs> Why did, Why did she give you, you the job in the first place? I don't know. Uh, she, she liked my resume. The interviews went well. I've been a sanity manager for 12 years. I've got a lot of customer service experience. Mm. Um, so, yeah, then I got a job at Spend Less Shoes, which was out of shit as well. Um, so yeah, now I'm looking for another that, job. Well, fair <laughs> enough. <That's>... Spend <laughs> Less Shoes. I know. It's horrendous yeah i wouldn't imagine there's many nikes getting sold there a lot, uh, no. a lot of school kid shoes yeah yeah a lot of that a lot of uh b grade hey. d grade yeah did you, did you use that <laughs> <laughs> did you use the uh did you use the measuring implement for the foot funny thing is i was the only one that knew how to use that the other oh, girls right. go oh we haven't been trained in that i'm like it's not hard oh my god Look, see, this is why I'm saying no... the recession's necessary, Ali. If no, somebody has been working there for because... years and they don't know how to measure a foot. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what are they going to do? Those people can't just, like, evaporate from the earth. They're going to have to stick around. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. her talents are used somewhere else. Yeah, something... Well, like I could work at Mackers. Marilyn, yeah, but maybe question. don't do that, Marilyn. That's... <laughs> <It's> I know. <laughs> it's 30 bucks an hour, and like Miz says that... No. <laughs> 30 bucks. Yeah, 30 bucks an hour in Toowoomba. That's a, I don't know. Oh God, you're basically a miner. It's pretty hands. demoralizing, though, eh? I just, I don't know. I just can't. That is a pretty unfortunate situation. Hey, Marilyn, can I ask you a question? Do you think uh, you were let go from that real estate company just because you didn't have a license, or was it because they just don't, uh, because the property market's sort of going down, they just didn't require as many people? Um, it's a it's a private property manager. Like I work with one woman at her house. She has her own business, and everything was done by Zoom. She had people helping her from the Philippines, and oh, I was man. basically out oh, to show houses to customers. And I was like, okay, this just winging it basically. You signed up to a <laughs> Tupperware agency. Who runs a business out of their garage? Oh, well, it was a fun office. It was, it was nice. It was okay. But it wasn't like an office like Ray White or anything like that. Well, it doesn't sound like it. No. Yeah, so. well, uh, all right. <laughs> out of them, though, out, out of the, uh, you know, extremely stimulating jobs that you've had that you've mentioned, which one was the best? The shoe one, right? Sanity. A sanity. Oh, and sanity closed oh. down? No, I, I left that because I thought, oh, real estate is a step up. So I'm like, okay, I'll leave that after 12 years. Mm. 
But you didn't get but to listen like, to any Kelly Clarkson CDs on the clock. What time oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, well, at least only, you got good taste. I only wish we had Forest Hall, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your fault. You know, you you should have good taste. Hey, you anyone listening? <laughs> do you have a job for Marilyn in Toowoomba? Please, I know some of you uh, are like successful enough to give out that opportunity. Yeah, I bet you the McDonald's manager will call up. <laughs> okay, if it's McDonald's or KFC, what? Marilyn, Thanks, do you guys. want to give any your email address or something in case someone's watching that might be able to help you out? You like? Yeah, I'll give it to you if you want to pass it on. I don't know. No, Is just like, you uh, like your business email that you're not going to get harassed on. Just uh, do it live so that Ooh. if someone's listening, they can. Yeah, make I'm one. Sure Just make this one. Marilyn underscore is underscore the best at yahoo.com. And Marilyn <laughs> underscore yeah. is How the could best. you not hire her? Also unemployed currently. <laughs> yahoo.com. No, I'm doing all right. I'm just like, it's just a bit, a bit uh, grim at the moment. Well, if, if you wanted to be a real estate, <laughs> did you try going to Ray White? No, you need, you need license. They don't take any entry level people on like that's why yes I because of, they're an actual just, business i'm like hey marilyn can i yeah. make a suggestion <laughs> yeah 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 and yeah. i'm not i'm not like in any sort of position to do it but usually the theory says that in times of downturn when let's say you're being laid out the best investment you can do is invest in yourself so if let's say you do want to be a real estate agent this is the time mm -hmm. for you to actually find out like how you can get a real estate license Maybe try to get, get enroll into a course that's sort of government funded. They might yeah. be even able to pay you some money while you're studying and just sort of True build that. up your skills resume. Invest. And in like by Shit, in a year's yeah. time, uh, not only will you be hired, but you will be earning more money than you were before, you know. And also, Marilyn, yeah. you know what? I honestly think getting a real estate license would be on par with getting a bartender's license. It can't be hard. <laughs> they open doors. That's their job. It's wild. <laughs> That's all I did. That's all you did. Like, you, like this is, uh, see, this is what I'm always talking about. Overqualification, just over evaluating everything. If there's one job on earth that doesn't need a qualification, it's like, okay, you've no, no. opened the door to your own house, right? It's, just replicate that. It's, yeah. Gel in a yep. suit. Gel in his, yeah. yeah, well, that was your problem, Marilyn. You didn't put enough gel in your hair. <laughs> and now you're reaping the rewards. <laughs> uh, thanks for the chat anyway, guys. Yeah, no, no way. Hey, good hey, luck. Good luck. Yeah, good Thank luck. You. Did this Is a sizzle closed there? Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, yeah a long time ago, mate. Fuck. So, well, I'm... Well, missile's yeah, out of ideas, about, but <laughs> that doesn't mean that everyone is. What about... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's stuff going. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there was that fruit shop across the road from you where you played. Or, or no, that that would be so bad. Well, here's could you, yeah, could you imagine working at a fruit? Well, I mean, okay, obviously a man that is a hundred percent Croatian <laughs> would love that job. <laughs> no one else. Marilyn, I've got another idea. If we're if you're willing yeah. to do shit jobs, here's a sector mm. that's only going to expand for our lifetimes: aged care. If you can get some yeah. kind of qualification, true. I don't know what they need, Jesus. like occupational therapy. It's true, it's true. Yeah. Or I think you just need to raise your hand at this point. They, yeah. Yeah. they desperately need it. If you, if you don't, 
If you think you can do yeah, a job like smell taking of care of older people, <laughs> not only there's sacrifices, all right, there's sacrifices. Not only all jobs are sacrifices. Will that be financially beneficial for you? But in my opinion, you will literally be doing a service for this country because there's a lot of Soon boomers that are gonna get old soon and. We need people, and I don't have the temperament for it, unfortunately. I just don't know if I could wipe any old dudes off. Fair uh, enough, fair enough. There's gonna well, be you don't want it hard that. enough. Well, you, you don't know until you try, Mary. Let's let's go back to real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, they saves Marilyn. Good on you. All right. Great. See Bye. You. Nice talking to you. Bye. You too. Bye. That was sick. What a battler. Dude, she's. The best. Yeah, she was awesome. She's always. Anyways, anyone else want to call us? No. <laughs> well, that was a fun segment. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, here we go. We got a call from. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to call them back. Um, but this is from Jordan's Nan. Oh uh, no, not Nan. Call Nan. That oh, this you. segment was going hello. so well. Hello, Jordan. <laughs> oh no, Jordan, not gra- hi, Grandma. All those young people tell me to call you, but you haven't called me. You sound very sweet, actually. I didn't realise that you listened to this podcast. I thought it would be too rude. Rubbish bin because of that elbow character. This is all your fault. (laughs) That sounds more like it. What? So your massive boomer stock portfolio tanked that bad that you're going through the garbage? So. Jordan, why don't you call me anymore? I told you why, Nan, because I don't like you. <laughs> no, no respect, Jordan, no respect. Shut up, you old bag. First of all, are you a man or a woman? Because I'm so confused right now. If that's a man, if that's a man, that's uh, a very impressive voice. But as we said, look, I, I don't think my grandma's had a sex change. But then again, I don't know because I don't call her. Also, I have to give you credit that how quickly you changed your name on Instagram to Jordan's man. <laughs> no, she's down with the technology, Ali. Don't underestimate her. Only I'm allowed to pay her out. You show respect. Jordan's man. What do you think about Marilyn? Just saying that the last thing she wants to do is wipe your butt. <laughs> Are you offended? There's, there's no respect for these young people. I bet it's Jordan's fault. I bet he's he's that so disrespectful on the YouTube. Ugh. No, it's horrible. She's got my number. So high. I think. <laughs> do we now? <laughs> before before I go to the quiet lake, I um just want to know, um Miss Love, um why didn't you bring in? Oh, I all the pieces are fitting together. Um, so it's not your. I don't think it is your grandma. Greek old woman that was hitting on you was my nan, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Finally, um, there is an answer to that, but I'm not going to bore you with that. I want to know why. uh, I want to know why you thought Jordan's very rude. That's what I want to know. She said that. I'm, I'm pretty look, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> now also, Mr. Big Willie. Um, what did you think about him, Miss Love? What's the huh? What do you think Mr. about Mr. Big, Big Willie? Well, this is a shocking turn of events for a nan that rang up to say that I'm rude. Yeah, is now making explicit messages to Mr. Big Willie. Who's Mr. Big Willie? It's not Will Smith. All right? Right. I don't think he's listening to this Twitch, although he might have a lot of time on his hands ever since his outburst at the Oscars. So Dude, he, we, there's a segment coming about him. He made an apology. 
We've got to watch it. Dang. Yeah, well, let's talk that sounds so first. sincere. How many months later? No, <laughs> I, he convinced me. Anyways, we'll talk about it later. But uh, Jordan's Nan, thank you very much for calling in. This can't end well, so we're going to have to hang yeah, up. Never call you. again, Nan. Uh, <laughs> no, you're really old. You're crinkly. And, and shout out to the Podshot cult. Shout out to Podshot cult. <laughs> Nan gets on the source. Started well, a sure collection of figurines is making a lot of sense now. She sure does, and we're waiting for that Warhammer video. No. <laughs> okay, so this is what it was all about no. all along. She wanted me to stop going after Barilara so I could focus on the real things. See ya. See That was fun. <laughs> that was great. Flawless character right until the end. Then she broke it. All right, let's do that one That is more. every actor's worst nightmare. <laughs> Let's do one more. Uh, let's not take his name because unless he doesn't want us to. Hello. Yeah. Hey. What can we refer you as? Uh, just Nate. 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 Welcome to the yeah. podcast. None. Thanks for calling yeah, in. Yeah, that's a very original name. <laughs> What's on your mind? Yeah. Uh, shit. Um, nothing. <laughs> Shit's the, 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 the blonde and the brunette and community, they're supposed to be like 10 years apart in age, but the actress is the same age, man. Really? Wait, what? why are you thinking about community? <laughs> I mean, I know <laughs> that we're like, the quota as I'm, I'm of watching outdated it as shows is territory. In right? fact, if you, you bring that up, did you know in Mean Girls, the difference <laughs> between Amy Poehler and Rachel McAdams was only a few years, and yet Amy Poehler played her mum? Uh, I don't think Amy Poehler was in Mean Girls. She was. She played uh, uh, Rachel McAdams' mum, Regina George's mum. Okay, well, you seem to know a lot more about Mean Girls than I do. I don't know. Who doesn't? I mean, they're probably sure they're stars. (laughs) Huh? These people are stars, I'm sure. What? You don't know who Rachel McAdams and Amy Poehler are? No, I don't. Did you watch Mean Girls? Yeah. Regina George and Mean Girls? The main chick. The main chick. Right. She's the not Lindsay Lohan chick. She's yeah. uh, Rachel McAdams. And uh, Amy Poehler is uh, um, from Parks and Recreation. You might know her from Oscar's monologue. I know what you mean. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Nate. The point is Nate. 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 Oh, the more you know. You, you, you. <laughs> what is Sorry. that? What was that? Did you have COVID? <laughs> Dude, that was no, sick. No, I think he's got bronchitis. You're the best caller. Nate? Nate, you need to see a Yo. doctor now. <laughs> you there? This segment was a good yeah. idea. Oh, yeah. he is there. He is Sorry, there. did you have a question? No. <laughs> He's getting demanding. He's demanding. <laughs> we've, we've interrupted his precious time of going through community yet again. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, Nate, Nate, do you recommend community? I've never gotten into it. Uh, the first three seasons. That's actually kind of like Game of Thrones, like, yeah. Sold. Yeah, i got to say, it's a strange one. Usually a lot of uh, sitcoms take a while to find their stride. They don't usually hit a six in the first episode. Nice throwback. Yeah, it's true. definitely, it's, it's, it's one of those sitcoms Call where there's the just like, you've de- you, you, it's, you know you've got a couple of high IQ people writing it because you watch it again and again and you just pick out the little bits and pieces of these like little... You know, sly good. takes and background Childish. gags and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's always Childish a good one. Gambino, <laughs> the really smart one, is probably writing it. 
I'm not childish Gambino. <laughs> Easy, isn't he? I forgot about that. Um. All right, should we take someone else now? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great, awesome. I'm, re- I'm really glad that you called up, Nate. That was sick. That was so good because, like, we really caught you on the fly there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you called us. Oh, he's he, he hung, he hung up. up on he us. Hung up. <laughs> he hung up. Best one. So Calls far. are great. Uh, Went around Australia in sixty seconds. Power of the internet. All right, let's do one last, and then we'll. What you're calling? Oh, lucky last. No, people. I don't know why it doesn't call me. So I'm having to call back. Oh, but right. All of these people have called us. Right, 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 right. Boys. Hello. How are you doing? Let me guess. Your name's Nate as well. No, nah, it's Nick. You're close. Oh. <laughs> hey, Nick, what's on <laughs> your Nicky. mind? Look, uh, like most callers, I'm ringing up tonight to demand an update on uh, Miss Love's Cougar story. <laughs> yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> you've got it. You've got it. Well, Sign well, up to the up late, he, Nick. He, he has. I oh, have that's how he knows about well, it. Well, then, you know, Wait learn the it. virtue oh. of patience. No. Yeah, look, I can't wait those two days yeah, because give... I need to hear how this elderly Greek lady's been satisfied or not satisfied. <laughs> what, what, was, <laughs> what was that? Are you satisfied or not with the old Greek lady? Well, man? I uh, haven't had the chance to No, to we're going to go that. into it on the uplate. And yeah. boys, and everyone listening, including you, Nick, you have to listen to tonight's uh, uh, uplate because not only are we going to get into Miss Love's Cougar story, but Jordan reminded me of a time when I slapped a cancer survivor. <laughs> Jesus and that's going to be part of the uplate. I'm not proud of it. Oh, but my God. <laughs> yeah. Miss Love having sex with a grandma is the entree to the uplate. Ali, from just shit-canning the Anzac to slapping... Oh, dude, no, don't bring that really? shit up. Uplate stays uplate. No, no, no. Bye-bye, Nate. Bye, Nate. Bye, Nate. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I don't want to get deported. No, no, you did well, Nick. Thank you very much. You wear that like an albatross around your neck for the rest of your life, Ali. Uh, Shame on you. Get rid of that one real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that was our segment of what's on your mind until some other week when we decide to do it. Well, I gotta say, everybody except Nan, that was great. Okay, uh, we should we go on to uh, the Will Smith apology? Yeah, I want to hear this. Or should we go on Alex Jones suing himself to try to get out of everyone else suing him? No, I don't care. Holy about that. shit, they both. All, right, let's all, do I, the, all I want for Alex Jones is success. I want both. They both sound good. Well, keep talking while I put that up. Sorry. No, we'll, we'll, let's watch oh, that again. God. All right, oh and one, one more time. Shame. Can't get enough of that. Shame. Man, can you imagine doing the media for Channel 9? Updating the socials for it? Look, that's where I'll be I mean, if this look, all goes uphill. Marion was <laughs> complaining about how many bad jobs she's had in her life. Come on. That, it gets worse, Marion. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, that's my future. I mean, Marion, if you were offered CEO of Channel 9, surely don't take it. <laughs> What's this? Ah, it's rewind time. The hell is this? Amos, can you increase the USB one? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit! 
Damn, he's had time to think. Wait, can you rewind it? I'm going to read that again. No. Uh, Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Okay, stop um, for a second. Stop. Will Smith can barely read. I mean, it could be in the projector. I'm going to hope that it's the projector for his half. That, that was like listening to a year three, having to read out in that time where you had to all read a segment of the book each. And you know what's the worst? That man is not in liftoff. You know, he's in the numbers before you get out of space. And he probably rehearsed that like 10 times because it's a very important <laughs> World's greatest actor. I was fogged out by that point. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out you. to Chris um, and the, mes the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Yeah, he's got to make a few stand up um, shows about him. So I will, I will say to you, um, Chris, I apologize to you. Mm -hmm. uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. Um, I, I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an really interview late. that Chris's mother did. And well, you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just well, didn't I like, realize so, so and you know, I wasn't say? thinking Wait, like how many it. people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically to Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship. You know, Tony Rock Tony was Tony? my man. Dad, um, brother. And uh, this, this is this is probably irreparable. Um, I spent the last three months um, replaying and pause, pause, understanding pause, pause. the nuances and... What did, he, what did it say at the beginning? It said, it's been a while and yeah. I have enough time. I've had time to think about it. Oh, okay. And right, a on. lot of you have been asking very fair questions and I want to answer some oh, of those. Right, okay. And the response so far on Twitch is, Will Smith is definitely a cuck. <laughs> he addresses See, that this too. this is the whole point. You should never do these apologies. He addresses that too, actually. And the complexities of what happened in, in that moment. Um, and How was it I'm not going to try to unpack all of that right now, <laughs> but I can say to all of you, there is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. Yet he There's so no part, part of, of me that thinks that's the optimal way to handle a feeling. Of that's bullshit. Some part of him did think that that was the optimal way. That's why he did it. Yeah. If there's you said it, Ali. <laughs> is that not a profound point? Okay, no, but like, it's just... And also, come on, why are you wearing or, a hat insult. that says Will yeah. on it? <laughs> well, he's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No. Um, well, it's like, no, you know, I'm, I made a choice on my own from my own experiences, from my 
history with Chris. Jada had nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. Um, being a celebrity and say sorry to my, my kids and, and Dude, being a celebrity my family sucks. for yeah, it does. the Jeez. heat that well, I brought in on. In the internet era, it does. Yeah. All of us. Exactly, yeah. Um, to all my fellow nominees, you know, this is a community. It's like I won because you, you voted for me. And it, it, it really breaks my heart to have stolen and, and tarnished, tarnished your moment. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, this guy's a big opinion of I can still see Quest Love's eyes. You know, it, it happened on Quest Love's uh, award. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry really isn't sufficient. What would you say to the people who looked up to you before the slap Jesus or people Christ. who expressed Fucking that you hell. let them down. <laughs> um, this job sucks. This is brutal. So there's two things. One, <laughs> um, disappointing people say, is my central I've trauma. I've already. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Stop hate it. Cut it. Cut it. when <laughs> I let people down. Um, so it, it hurts. Uh, it hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. And Feel bad the for work it. I'm trying to do is Jesus. I am deeply remorseful and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself. <laughs> right? I'm human. And Dude, you gotta, you feel I made a mistake and <coughs> I'm trying not to think of myself as oh, a piece of shit. Um, so man. I would say to those people, I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking. Um, but I, I promise you, I am... Uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And, you know, if you, if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. Jesus Christ. Man, I'm gonna say it. I've already taken him back as my friend. I feel bad for this guy. Nah, not as a friend. Look, I, I, you know what I feel bad for? The fact that he had to do that. He obviously doesn't Jeez. think that, right? Uh, he no, I think he had does. to say that as a PR move, but that um, is Jordan, the sad I thing. The fact that he had to do that as a PR move. I think he genuinely feels that way. I think he just he had... feels that way because of he, he was public enemy number one. You know, yeah. more people and rightly hate so. him than that Al Qaeda guy that just got sliced into pieces. That's true. But hey, man, who hasn't made mistakes? Me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who, who, who hasn't made mistakes that isn't on the spectrum? <laughs> you can't make mistakes if you can't learn from them. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. So, so you guys feel no sympathy for him still? No, why would you feel... This is all the... Yeah, it, how could you feel sympathy for that man? He's had 
a stellar career that, let's be honest, he didn't deserve in the first place. <laughs> he's not that <laughs> he's good. Not the greatest he's, actor, and he? you know what's sad as well? He's a really good rapper. He should have just stuck to that. <laughs> he's the he one who's like light and joy of the world that way. He rejected Django to do Wild Wild West. <laughs> he's not the greatest actor. <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> Uh, it was the Matrix. Uh, no, he oh, wasn't the Matrix. He, he gave up on every good movie, yeah. in the world, <laughs> including the Matrix. Brutal. But I do well, speak for yourself. Wild Wild West was great. Mm, I do feel true. bad for him. Clearly, he's a very emotional man who, in that moment, just lost clarity. Yeah, but it does still speak. It's it's still it, like doing. Yeah, people make mistakes, but it's like it's it's something that's that's I don't know. Maybe he was. He says the, something about his character to have done that. It's like you can't. You know what I mean, right? No, does it? That everyone on his team would be saying, "You have to address this." No, the slap. I mean, not that's after three months. They were saying that probably after like maybe a week or ten days. But at this point, people were over this entire thing. Like it's uh, part uh, of the not. History. Come on, that man is never going to work in Hollywood again. No, he unless will unless he does that. I really think he should. This is uh, this business of like someone just not being able to work again is bullshit. He yeah, I know, but it's, again, Amber Heard should be able to not, work again. This is not this is with our opinions. I mean, I think he should be able to work again. I wouldn't go and see any of his films cuz by the way, he good, is but. speaking of, he is the second highest paid actor in the year 2022. First one being Tom Cruise with Top Gun. Shit. Well and deserved. Second one really. being Will Smith with a big drop, but like around 30 to 40 million. Yeah. What movies has he done? I can't remember the See, name. This is it. I don't even know. What, like after MIB 3, it's all a haze. Yeah. I don't know why you guys feel that. I, I feel sorry for him, but for a different reason. That's all I'm saying. What's that different reason? It's just like. The internet be a harsh mistress. Mm. Do you know who shouldn't be way. able to work again? His wife. And luckily she doesn't. Does she work? <laughs> she doesn't. No one gives her job. Fourth highest paid actor. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, number three is Jaden Smith. <laughs> My you know, yeah, Jaden Smith, he tweeted as soon as that slap happened, mm. and that's how we do it. No, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. I'm, I Final dagger in the corpse. Jesus. Well, I, I that, that really says everything you need to know about the family dynamics of the Smiths. <laughs> And that's how we do it. Dude, you didn't even have that clarity after the thing happened. You waited for like a day and then decided to come out with that statement. <laughs> Jesus. So, so shit. Well, uh, thank you very much for that, Ali. That was <laughs> easily the highlight of the podcast so far. All right, how about this? Have you seen this? Apparently, Murdoch has now disowned Donald Trump, at least in the print newspapers in the U.S., the Washington oh, really? Post, which has not come out with a single anti-Trump article, just came out with the scathing, um, condemning uh, Really? Trump. And they're sort of saying it. it's based on the January 6th revelations. What do you think Jordan has caused Murdoch to, drump, to dump Trump? Losing horse. You reckon? We yeah, it's because horse. for the last year, his rallies are not a drop of what they used to be. They are all putting their... Uh, they all really want DeSantis to win because he's just way more electable. Is, that, oh, is, that, the, is that the Miami guy? Yeah. Yeah, Florida. Right, right. 
as the Miami car. I don't think no, he goes right. to work in a Lamborghini with like circular glasses on. Oh, but maybe he does. That's it shame. is a shame. I know it's so unfair because I think he's. I think he's more an Orlando kind of guy. Mm. You know, yeah, a lot of yeah, golf yeah, yeah. shirts. Yes, yes. Jacksonville, Florida, maybe. I don't know what that is, and I'm probably glad I don't either. When Biscuit are from there. No, well, I'm very sad that I don't know what it is then. <laughs> but so, so you, because uh, <laughs> the reason why I bring it up, Ben Shapiro and Bill Maher both think that if Trump gets to run, and he's going to clean out the entire primary podium. Well, he'll Which win. they don't he'll want. Win. That's what Ben Shapiro and Bill Maher both think. Shit. Because don't you think that that's Trump's probably... Trump's going to steamroll all really? the other candidates. If he does... Uh, I don't know about that. Don't, don't you think it would be a repeat of the last election? It's probably the only candidate you could put against Biden and Biden would win. I think... Mm. I think... Dude, I think Biden's going to lose, man. Yeah, I think... But if it's uh, Trump... It's and so also, difficult. you know what else they'd be thinking is he's only got one term in him anyway, so why not that's get somebody true. who's That's true. Mm-hmm. No, DeSantis that's true. is definitely the guy that they're going to try to choose, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter. What matters is the base, and the base will let us know if it's still Trump. Well, his popularity's dropped heaps. That's a, an assumption. Yeah, true. And wait till the season kicks in, dude. Sometimes <laughs> it's about the season. Once the political season comes in, you start seeing debates... It's True. a reset. You know Fucking who I think actually would be a really good Democratic candidate? I do agree with Carl Kowinski on this one. The, the, that the Miriam <laughs> Worth or whatever her name is. I thought you were going to say, uh, oh, no, he's dead. I think he's dead. <laughs> what, Franklin D. Roosevelt? Is who's, that who the guy, who's the guy who owned, like, pizza stands and shit? He owned, oh, he's dead. Uh, Herman uh, Cain. And what a shame. That's R.I.P. Uh, miss, you shouldn't be laughing about that. Show some respect to the laughing. man that owned many pizza chains. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm just bummed. I thought he was alive and remembered he's dead. Fuck. It is sad, isn't it? Yeah. I feel way more sorry for that man than Will Smith. At least he's alive. <laughs> he was trying to help his, con- his country at least, you know? Yeah, what did Will Smith try to do? I tell you one thing, though. And I suppose he saved the planet many times from an alien invasion. Maybe I'm wrong about True. America. Maybe you're right. But I am pretty certain that the Labour Party is getting in in the UK soon, whenever the next election is. So, really? so do I. Uh, they, my brother was watching. This is a, My brother doesn't know shit. My little brother doesn't know shit about politics. And he was watching f- f- uh, soccer matches, <laughs> right? And he's like, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, what's, what does fuck the Tories mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, yeah, the entire Liverpool stadium was chanting, fuck the Tories. Shit. Yeah, but if anyone's going to not vote Tory, it's guys that smack each other over the head with bats when their team loses. Dude, I tell you one thing. So the current the current <laughs> battle in the UK is between... Uh, uh, have you been following the, the who's going to succeed Boris Johnson? So there's two people. There's Liz Truss and there's uh, Rishi Sunak. So currently, Liz Truss is winning... Um, and is most likely going to be the next prime minister. Trust. She is a complete libertarian that is advocating for massive corporate tax cuts during an inflationary period mm. and a recession. Good move. Rishi Sunak, on the other hand, is playing Malcolm Turnbull, where he's like, um, uh, yeah, we're going to do the tax cut, but we're going to have to phase it in like several years. And Liz Truss is like, not, nah, we're going to do like a full-on Straight tax away. cut. So what I'm saying is whenever this... Let's say Liz Truss does win. And so it'll be Liz Truss versus the Labour guy. And 
the entire corporate uh, UK is going to side with Labour because I think at this point they do not want someone to come up with libertarian views because it's just not required. Like right now, uh, UK and Europe is already in a recession and this will really? only make it worse. Well, is my sense. analysis. I might be wrong, but I think... You think the corporate sector is going to side with I, Labour? I think if, if Rishi Sunak comes into power, they're going to side with the Tories. But I think if uh, Liz Truss comes in, they'll side with Labour because uh, remember, Labour isn't Jeremy Corbyn Labour. Current labor is a very elbow labor. This Scottish guy came up to me in Wollongong while Miss Love was taking a dump in a public toilet. So there's <laughs> many people that came along. <laughs> a lot of time to burn It's there. so much time. <laughs> this is the worst part. I know that smartphones are the downfall for humanity, but the biggest tragedy of all is how long I have to wait for this one to take dumps. iPhones wouldn't make any difference, but fair enough. What they... So infuriating. I'm just going to start calling your smartphone after a while and be like, 10 minutes. It's been 10 minutes, just so you know. Do you know yeah, why he fine. does that change? Huh? Do you know why he takes long shits? It's that relationship thing. You know how like every woman has a complaint that, why does my man take so long taking a shit? Mm. And there's like memes about it, like what I do when my uh, husband's in the bathroom. She's like cleaning the house. She goes out. She like has another kid and raises it. It's like a joke. But the whole point is, what a lot of women don't realize is they're taking that long in the bathroom because they need a break from you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Maybe you that's it. it first. Holy shit. Nah. Yeah, that's ex that's exactly what it is. I've ruined it for all the men out there, huh. but that is legitimately the reason. I do eat a lot of chili too. Mm, okay, maybe not in this case. Yeah, <laughs> You know, what's that got to do with anything? I don't know. I it's a ring of fire, but that means that there should be more urgency. I don't know. I'm Anyways, our food is here. Days, I'm telling you. And we're out of time. And Miss Love, <laughs> can you go and get the food? Because the guy started a five-minute yeah. timer. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, he's somewhere downstairs. Look, let's, <laughs> yes. let's not give away the address. All the three knobs, not the mics, the other ones. Yeah. Bye. See you, everybody. Uh, professional end as always. Bye. No, we're still on. No, we're still on. <laughs> okay, well, that's, uh, that's to be expected. Right? Okay,